On Christmas Eve, the talk was about the Holy Spirit, Mary, and Joseph. Because on Christmas Eve, Jesus technically wouldn't have been born yet. And now today, a child. But what is that child? That child is our consciousness, or our super consciousness, our Christ within us. We have given birth, the Christ within. And so what I want to do right now is light our Christ candle. The reason we light a Christ candle here is to remind us of the light within us, to remind us of a consciousness that's available within us. And that, that's what thrilled me so much when I came to Unity. It's like, oh, the Christ isn't about him. Christ is about me. The Christ is about all of us. And uh, Christ is within us. It's just how we're going to, you know, if we choose to use it. And I decided I wanted to work with that. And I began to meditate with that. And I would begin my meditations with the Christ in me is awake now. And then when I came here, I started leading all of us in that, with that meditation or that, that saying, the Christ in me is awake now. And so to pay attention to that, because I've had healings with that affirmation. But it is thought plus feeling that brings about manifestations. Now, every year, annually, we do our 12 power candle lighting. And uh, Charles Fillmore, Unity's uh, co-founder, he, he, he wrote a book called The 12 Powers of Man. Now I think it's called The 12 Powers of Humankind. It's the same book, different word. And even he didn't do a complete complete uh, in depth, but his, it was a pioneering what he did. And the 12 always, the number 12 always means spiritual fulfillment. And so I, I enjoy doing this. I was taught it many years ago in Unity when I'd see other ministers do it. And so I like when we do it. And I gave you all a handout, a call and response paper, it's in your bulletin. conduit and our 12 powers I call them our 12 gifts whatever you want to call them this for this year they're called 12 gifts try to shake it up a little bit I try to do a slight at least a slightly different call and response uh, every year so we can look at this as we light our our candles and so our first candle is based on the power of faith. 
And as it says here, faith is our power to know the truth before it becomes tangible to our senses. Faith is our power to say yes to God, yes to glowing health, yes to prosperity, yes to every blessing the universe has waiting for me. And that's an important thing to notice, that the universe has waiting for me. That's not just a platitude. What's that saying is, all the good that could be given has already been given. And the universe is just waiting for us to say yes to it by way of our faith. And I prefer to direct my faith that my good is here and present now rather than in anything else. So if you all will say the response with me. I direct my yes power of faith in the good that has always been and always is. The faith that multiplied the fishes and loaves and healed the sick and the lame is actively at work in me now. I believe in the good, so I experience the good. And we light our deep blue candle of faith. It is represented by the disciple Peter. And we say yes. Now our second candle, it is the silver candle here. It is uh, based on the power of will, divine will. Will sits behind the left eye. Faith is up in the center of the brain. And, uh, but will, will to me is the executive power. It is seeking how to manifest our yes through, a, through our willingness. W Excuse me, will is the power of determination to carry out our yes. God's will for us is to be happy, joyous, and free. And together, today I choose wholeness, I choose abundance, I choose to remember my true identity. And then, our third power, understanding. Understanding is the gold candle here. Its power is, or its disciple is Thomas. And understanding says, in asking for an understanding heart, Solomon received riches and honor, as well as the realization that he was one with God. When we ask for the understanding of truth in our lives, all the good of God will express beyond our wildest dreams. And I wish to remind us all that when we are asking, we are asking it of ourselves. We're not asking God somewhere away from us. We are asking ourselves to awaken to this. And so if we could all together say, I am one with God. I know the truth. I remember the truth. I understand the truth and I express it perfectly. Next, imagination. Imagination is the light blue candle here. Light, the imagination sits right between the eyes. Imagination is our power to shape and form our dreams of good. As we turn over these images to God within, we see, see them manifest in our world. Together, my imagination is what changes obstacles into opportunities. Imagination's disciple is Bartholomew. Next is zeal. Zeal is great. They're all great, but I like zeal. Zeal is in the base of the neck back here. You know, you can, just to saying the word zeal, you can feel the vibration when you do it. And uh, its color is orange, and its disciple is Bartholomew. 
No, his disciple is Simon, Simon the Zealot. Zeal is the fuel that propels us toward our successes in life with passion and enthusiasm. We accept our divine inheritance of vibrant health, abundance, and unlimited joy. And together, I am alive, awake, and excited about my life. I celebrate the powerful rebirth of health and well-being within me today. Our sixth power, it's the power of power. And it sits in the throat, and its uh, disciple is Philip. And Philip, interestingly enough, means lover of horses. So I like to think of horsepower <laughs> with our word. How fast and how powerful our word is. Uh, and uh, where are we? The power. The power of God surges through us when we are centered in the awareness of God. Affirming this truth with conviction releases this power to heal and bless our lives. And together, I am a powerful, light-filled, and beautiful child of God. With my word, I call forth all good. The power is this purple candle here. The seventh power is love. It's the pink candle. And its disciple is John. Love is the pure essence of spirit that binds together the whole human family. It is the harmonizing sacred energy of all good flowing from our being at all times. Together, I am a radiating center of divine love. My life shines forth wholeness, harmony, and joy. Next is uh, wisdom. Wisdom sits here in the solar plexus. It works directly with love. Its color is yellow. Its disciple is James. True wisdom is spiritual intuition. The inner knowledge that God and I are one, and through this oneness with the one, nothing is impossible. Together, God is the light on my path. My way is made clear. I know what to do and how to do it. Now we go down here to the navel. Order. Color is deep green there. And the disciple is uh, James of Alphaeus. Order is God's idea of divine intelligence and divine harmony. In perfect balance, through this perfect marriage, flows gently into our minds our bodies, and our lives. Together, through thought, word, and right actions, my life is in perfect order. Strength. Strength is in the small of the back. Its color is light green here. And its disciple is Andrew. Strength is the unfailing energy of God. It moves us through us calmly and unimpeded by any condition outside of ourselves. I am strong, whole, and well. Together, through the silence of strength, I connect with all beings for healing of mind and body. We express healing and wholeness together. And we come to elimination. Elimination is in the bowels. Its color is russet. 
and its disciple was Thaddeus. Elimination is our innate divine power to let go of old, worn-out thoughts and conditions so that new ideas of good may take root in consciousness. Together, I let go and let the joy of Christ fill my whole being with freedom, peace, joy, health, and well-being in mind and body. And our twelfth, our twelfth power, life. Its color is red. Its disciple is Judas. And it sits in the reproductive glands. Divine life is pure, perfect, eternal. Spirit itself. The life of God is our life, and we are perfect expressions of it. Together, I am alive, alert, awake, joyous, and enthusiastic about life. My body knows it, and I show it. Let us give thanks now that we participate in uh, certain rituals in unity. And we use them to awaken our mind, to uh, electrify our thoughts, to consider there is so much more to our lives, to our bodies, to our relationships, to our very experience of everything than we have considered before now. And so we use this in gratitude and love and once again, wisdom. So it is. Amen. Oh, maybe I'll read it before I take it out. Oh, this in uh, 1 Timothy. The Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament. It says here, It is time to release your belief in individual personhood and to accept yourself in joy as you truly are. The personhood of man, which is based on the belief in the world, is meaningless. This makes sense. So who you think you are based on the street you walk down it is not true. It is not accurate. It is meaningless. Who you are in relation to what you think about yourself with other people is meaningless. Only who we are in reality, in truth, that changeless part of ourselves, that is what has meaning because that will never change. And that is how we can confidently express love, express life, express the truth of our being. And we can set everybody free from our opinions. We can set everybody free from our past. We can set everybody free. And then what we're left with is the ability to truly appreciate and enjoy each other and enjoy ourselves with each other. This is a very deep thought that you would do well to sit back and soak in fully, for within this thought is another symbol that is key to your own salvation. Feel within your heart as I speak, and you will hear the truth of all I say. Individual personhood is based on a belief in separateness. It is based on the belief that there is a you and an I and a he and a she, uh, an us and a them. Every part of the idea of individual personhood is based on the belief in separation. Yet, I have been teaching that separateness is false and nothing in the world is as it appears to be. 
Since this is true, the individual person that you think you are must not be your truth. And the persons that you think others are must be an illusion, just as your seeming separateness is illusion. Also, individual personhood is like a measuring stick with many points of measurement along its shaft. It allows for differences and differences within differences so that it is fully supportive of the judgment that maintains illusion. The concept of individual personhood is the concept that permits self-judgment. It separates the self from the universe, which allows for comparison, waiting, uh, and judgment. In this process, it separates and rejects. Whenever there is judgment, there is rejection. Therefore, it is the denial of all that is as it is, and it is the concept that leads to the belief and feeling of loss. Judgment and rejection are the source of all pain, and this pain is caused by your acceptance of yourself as an individual and separate personhood. There are no differences. There's only the illusion of differences. This is our cause for celebration today. And the illusion is accepted into your own heart by your belief in individual and separate personhood. Jesus died to prove or to teach that death does not exist because existence is all that is. Therefore, Jesus taught the message of existence, which in truth is all that you are. I am teaching you this for only one purpose. The purpose is the only purpose of the heart, which is know thyself. We have an opportunity today. Here, the day after Christmas, on the first day after Christmas, your true love is giving to you freedom. It's giving to myself freedom, or at least the opportunity for freedom, depending on how we wish to think today, on how we wish to think about ourselves, how we wish to think about each other, how we wish to think about this uh, earthly existence that we have chosen for the time being for an experience, not for a reality, but for an experience. Now, what we did today here, it's a symbol. It's all it is. Doesn't make us who we are. It doesn't uh, clear up our past. How could you clear up what doesn't exist except in your mind? How could you heal your past when your past doesn't exist except in your mind. It's a hard thing to, uh, to conceive, to realize, to accept. You know, I, I, I still think about yesterday. I think about my childhood. And I, uh, I think it's real. And then I find out it wasn't real. It was an experience. And I never understood what it meant while it was happening. And here's why. Because I never asked. Anybody? Were you asking as a child? Were you going within and saying, Spirit, tell me what this means. Tell me what to think about this as your mother's yelling at you. As, a, you know, as, a, as, as your grandmother leaves the planet. As whatever it is. I didn't as a... My family's upset. It didn't occur to me to, Spirit, tell me what to think about this. And I could sit in regret right now. 
<laughs> Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I know? But I could abuse myself right now because I was not a child who was aware of such things. I should have known better. I know better today. I know better right now. And right now is what I have. On this first day after Christmas, the Christ in me awakened now to come to terms with right now is all that I have. Right now is all that I am. And right now is all that is ever going to be. We say, oh, we're ending this year. We're going into the new year. And I hope next year's better. And it's like, well, what next year? Where I can choose right now to make now better. Better than I've ever experienced now. It is a choice. It's a great choice. The birds are singing. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, right here, I invite all of you, all of you, to join me right now, right here, as we go from here today, to say, oh, I'm here now, I'm here now, and so whatever comes up, I won't use my past to tell me what it means. I will ask Spirit, tell me what this means. What are the true thoughts I can think about this so that I may be present in the presence of God with the presence that God is? This is not just a nice theory. This is a practical practice. Some of us want it and some of us don't. Some of us really like using our past, but uh, just know that if you are using your past to inform you, you're doing it now. Now is when I'm doing that. It's just his computer making noises, that's all. And so right here, right now, if I'm using my past to inform the now, I'm giving myself wrong information, but I'm doing it right now. I'm very excited to commit to this path, to be present now with whatever. It is the greatest gift that we will give ourselves today on this first day after Christmas. This first day after the Christ being born within us. And so, I thank you. I'll say thank you for 2021, but it's still today. I thank you for this Sunday, December 26th of 2021. Now. Now, the other stuff is just names to give us a place to where we need to be on our calendar. But now, oh, I'm so glad to be here now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kenneth.